captain of Ingog. Akiva's faces his job in GOG with Keeve and Ellie and Zooey. Hey fam, welcome back to New Girl, Old Guy for Season 4, Episode 5 of New Girl Landline. We're chugging along. I am neither the new girl nor the old guy. My name is Allie Lasher, and I am joined uh, by Kiva Winokur. Kiva, how are you? Long time no talk. Yeah, when was the last time we uh, recorded? Last week. Or two week, a week and a half ago. Oh, we kind of we recorded with Ian on the Sunday. So, two weeks ago. Yeah, I'm already excited for the next one because I've already watched that episode. Um, yeah, so, okay, yeah, I mean, uh, we had to push off, I was traveling for a wedding, I was slammed with work, once again, my fault, I'll take full responsibility, but we're here, we're dangerously close to matching up here, we, uh, this episode of NGOG will drop on October 20th, this episode of New Girl aired October 14th, 2014. So you're you're airing this on Thursday, not on Wednesday. Wednesday. What's the twenty? Nineteenth. Sorry. Okay. I'm the fact uh, checker. Well, yeah, would that be a good bet if I just became the fact checker? Sure. You want to do Akiva from the editing room? Oh, that would be a good one. <laughs> You'd have to. If you make any mistakes, maybe I'll do skills. that at some point. Yeah, I make mistakes all the time, including last week, where apparently Faye points out just a comment hearing Allie say she and Akiva are good friends and not just acquaintances made me so happy. I don't recall saying that, Faye. <laughs> but if I did, it was certainly a mistake. Yeah, no, I usually don't catch a mistake, so. All right, Keeve, why don't you, uh, well, what's up with you? I haven't talked to you for for quite a while. Not much. Sukkot just ended. Last holiday of the holiday season, the Jewish holiday you season. You get a little Shemini in? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, took the kids. Uh, we did some, they did some dancing with the Torahs Which and stuff. of your kids is like the best dancer? Do, do any of your kids have like dance skills? Is it weird? Uh, I don't think any of them are good dancers. Yosef gets into <laughs> it. I think... Um, a deer like will dance in the mirror and stuff, but I, none of them are real big. She'll dancers, throw it back. We've, they, the yeah, record. they they like to sing a lot, but I don't like when my kids sing because I don't have a good voice. My wife doesn't have a good voice, so no one has, no one has good voices. That's good. Discourage your kids from things they enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want them singing because they're bad enough. Um, well, does Yosef have a signature dance move? Not really. It would probably be like uh, shooting somebody or something. I don't know. Oh, good. Perfect. Uh, well, glad to hear the whole gang is doing well. Let's get into this gang. Uh, give us a digest here, Keeve. Um. Yeah. So, what's going on in this episode? I, I guess the the main story is that Jess now is assistant principal in her school. We really like every sixth episode. The show is like, oh, by the way, Jess is Jess works at a school. Anyway. Uh, Jess has to enact a no fraternizing policy between the teachers, which leads to a lot of things. Meanwhile, uh, no one gets internet, no one gets phone service anymore in the apartment, in the loft, which means that they need to get a landline. A lot of 
Hijinks ensues there. Uh, people are pretending to be other people. A lot's going on on season four, episode five, Landline. Yeah, I mean, if I'm being honest, I don't want any more information that just is a t-shirt. Like, I think I'm fine with the amount of workplace content I, happening. I hear you, but I think this was a good use of the workplace. I agree. I'm just like, I think this was, it's being well deployed and mm-hmm. not becoming a workplace comedy. Like they give you a little taste, but it's not the whole the whole show. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't think every episode should be there, but it is funny. You forget, like, oh, what's she up to now? She's an assistant principal, vice principal. Why is yeah. it vice? Most jobs are not vice. Why is principal a vice? That's interesting. Although, like, everybody at a bank is a vice president. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, everyone these days is a manager also. Everyone has manager in their title, even if you don't. I Do you have manager? Title. I don't have, I don't have mm-hmm. manager. Yeah, but I, I mean, I don't really. Yeah, yeah. What's your title? Uh, content manager. Oh, is that what we're doing here? Can you be content manager of this podcast? No, I'm a fact checker. We already established that. Oh, frig. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I, I like the shtick with Principal Foster. I like the whole dog thing. I thought that was funny and awkward. Um, here's a question, a point of clarification, if a fact to check, if you will. Did you take this conversation about we found a replacement for science for you? Like, is Jess a science teacher? I didn't understand what that what that meant. Yeah, Kelly said so much is happening in the first scene. Do we know just a science teacher? Was is, she subbing? Uh, like they were just so short on subs, she had to like sub and then they found the replacement? I didn't get it. I wasn't sure if this is a reference to like literally replacing her, how she's now the assistant principal and they're replacing her job. I also like I think before I read Kelly's question, I have always interpreted this to mean like it more means that this is like Jess's domain and he's like, guess what? We found a replacement for that position you were trying to fill. It does make more sense that it would be Jess's actual former position. But I feel like we've seen like, how does that flow into the lesson she was doing with like the fancy man's daughter where she like glued like doll heads on an art project or something and did like feelings time. Right. Like, or the talking stick, like the feeling stick. I feel like yeah, we've seen her do she, yeah, stick she that's was, not yeah, science. Yeah, we never, we haven't heard the word science whole series. I don't think. I want to say there's something she once does something related to planet. Like I, I took her to be more of like a gen, gen ed sort of like all subjects teacher. I, if you teach third grade, aren't you like usually a gen ed teacher? Basically, is she third grade? They're I'm just saying, like, yeah, I agree. I don't think she's a third grade teacher, but I'm saying that that probably makes sense. I mean, they do the the science fair or whatever they call it, right? With the claw that she mm-hmm. then dismembers. Right. Um, so maybe she's a science teacher. <laughs> Regardless, the position's been filled, so that's good news. Uh, um, yeah, they must have forgotten something, like left it in accidentally or something. I want to get to the uh, the nostalgia of the landline, but the first point of nostalgia for me was that like. The idea that there'd only be one room near the window where anyone could get cell service. I feel like that did take me back to like people like extending the antenna, even on their cell phones and like walking around. I, that really brought me back. It's It seems like it's before when this episode aired, though. Right? Like this did not, this seems like something from pre, what is this, 2014, this episode? It seems it's like a this decent is pre-2014. Point. This is eight years it, ago, almost to the day. 
Yeah, because I, I mean, we had iPhones by then, which I and they have iPhones at the show, and I feel mm-hmm. like that was sort of beyond the like holding your phone out to try to get better service. So fair enough. <laughs> Fact checker strikes again. That's why I'm here. I did like all of the things they were talking about, like coach tracking down, like trying to talk a woman through reading a pregnancy test. Uh, although Kelly pointed out that it wasn't exactly the right terminology related to a pregnancy test. Uh, Schmidt looking at whether a scarf is back ordered and Winston talking to presumably his mom, like you unplug it, you won't get shocked. Like I call these an IT support call or tech support call, which I do for my mom quite frequently. Uh, yeah. I, my parents, I'm not tech support for my parents. They're, they're like pretty tech savvy. Well, you're not tech support <laughs> for anyone. I guess that's true. Mara's tech they support be, for you. That's true. Noam is like, Noam claims he's like the IT guy in his class. So he's, <laughs> he's maybe our IT person. It's funny, actually. My dad, I feel like I've said this on the podcast before. My dad used to say that he had like an iPad mini for a little while. And he was like, it is crazy that I will YouTube how to do something. And my dad was very tech savvy, but he was like, I'll YouTube how to fix something and it will be like a seven-year-old who made the youtube video explaining how to fix it Mm -hmm. um it's easier when you grew up around it i mean i grew up with technology but like not to the extent that your kids did yeah i always said if like the internet had been like sort of came to fruition when i was like 70 instead of when i was 10 i would have like jumped off a bridge i would have been like so mad like oh i missed this all this stuff this is so great I think about that all the time with my grandma. Like, she was born in 1931. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the difference of things that have happened in her lifetime. Crazy. Like, I know we're She's all living lot. through insane history now. But from, mm-hmm. like, a political, social, and technology perspective, like, my goodness, what has happened between 1931 and 2022? No, it really is. It really is amazing. Like, she's, yeah, she's seen a lot. <laughs> seen a lot. Um, what I'd like, I like. I want to know, like, what's more amazing to her, like that we landed on the moon, or like, um, I, I don't know, like uh, the gifts. Like, what's I don't more think amazing? She's quite there with gifts. She's not usage. there with gifts. What about? Could she use an iPhone? Could she use a phone? And I like, yeah, yeah, she can. I don't know if like, like even in our development, like I think about this all the time, like. There are things that have happened in the last five years, even like this is such a poor example, but I was just talking to some friends like it is amazing how popular Tito's vodka and Casamigos tequila are as just like staple alcohols to have right now that like Mm -hmm. didn't I, I don't know that they didn't exist. Well, Casamigos didn't exist, but like nobody was drinking. 10 sure. years ago and you now become, they're just like standard yeah you could you could become part of the culture all you need is like george clooney and his rich friends to like <laughs> like you could have, we and me and you couldn't have done that you know well i don't know who's behind tito's but fair enough but i'm just saying like there are so many things right now that like i'm on headphones that are not connected by a wire and i just like accept that that works so maybe it is also just like if technology happens like slowly enough it's not that like she still like she didn't go from 1931 technology to 2022. She wasn't like frozen and then like Brendan Fraser. But so maybe it, any one thing isn't like that insane. And it's just the totality looking back. Does that make any sense? Yeah, no, I agree. First of all, it's gradual. I wonder like maybe nothing happened in like the 70s or 80s. That was so interesting in hindsight. Like we had 
people are going to write to us and I don't want to hear about that. Write directly to Akiva if you want to say something about that. But mm-hmm. like, at you last know, tweets is my like even us, even us, like social media. Like, I mean, like now we're really being boomers about it. But like, mm-hmm. even in our lifetimes, like things have developed so crazy and like things are staples in our lives that like didn't exist and we're like fine with it. So maybe yeah. it's I like, when I met my wife, so Facebook crazy. didn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, P- and there was more than, uh, well, whatever. All you right. You needed like a, a, a college email back in the day to get Facebook, and my wife's college was like too cheap to give out email addresses, so she didn't have Facebook until like after. It was funny. Wait, that's kind of crazy. What college did she go to? What was her grad school? She went to Turo Grad School, and they're like famously cheap. Interesting. I was, my brother was also in the era where you needed a college login, and then like by the time I was in high school, they like changed it. My brother was like so pissed. Because I was in high school the same time he went to. It was like a big standard thing. Yeah. I mean, also thing. like when the, when they let the colleges, like first it was Harvard, then Yale, then like the Ivies. Let's just say Yeshiva was not the top of the list. We had to wait like probably a year. Well, that's my, so it was out and everybody was excited. Like once you were a senior and you were going to college, then you could get it. And I'm pretty sure, I don't fact check me on this, like around the exact time my brother was able to get it, I also was. That was the, that was like the big source of pain. A real but why male models moment from the editing room there. Uh, just just listen to myself tell the same story twice. Back to the show. Allie from the editing room, from the editing room. If anyone can tell me why my audio quality sounds um, much better with no microphone and no headphones in when I record from the editing room than it does when I record using professional equipment, uh, please let me know. Mm-hmm. Sorry, if there's background noise, I'm not opening shampoo, but I am um, playing with keyboard slime. So, Keyboard slime. Nobody thought you were (laughs) opening shampoo, by the way. Well, I was two weeks ago. Right, I guess. And you're not eating. (laughs) Well, I might. The slime kind of looks pretty good, so I was like, lemon. (laughs) If I go silent, no, I eat the slime and enjoy it. I've got some kids who would eat the slime, maybe on a day or something. I think... uh... If Banana told Yosef that it's true, you know, it's convincing t- enough. Yeah, that's what he would. If he does something wrong, he does say like Banana told me to, so it's possible. By the way, I kind of feel like you're forcing Banana a little bit on him in some of these minutes you've been sending. I'm okay. I want to just be clear. I think the audience and myself would be okay if if Yosef has something else to talk about, which he did. Do- Sometimes does in the he banana does. Minute Sometimes we'll play he does. Today. You don't need to add a banana angle. I don't. Do you think still you have banana minutes in the backlog? Yeah, I have the one you sent me, and I won't be able to play it because of the technology I'm using right now. But I, mm-hmm. I, I listened to it. I'll tell you what happened, so we can react to it and without hearing it, and oh, then I'll amazing. play it for the audience. It'll be seamless. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know my skills. Your grandma could not have imagined a banana minute in 1931. <laughs> she still probably couldn't imagine banana minute in 2022. Does she know your podcast? I don't know that she remembers it anymore, but she did know at one point. Mm-hmm. That didn't. I didn't mean that as bleak as it sounded. I, my grandfather like still works, and I don't think he at, could explain in one sentence what a podcast is at all, even though he's yeah. heard the term a lot of times. Yeah. Well, my mom can't even explain. He's, my mom yeah, still is like yeah. she doesn't I, survive. My parents might not know. Also, I my yeah. dad know. I think knows, but they're not the demo, you know. Um. But parents, if you are a parents' age, and you're listening to this. We're happy to have you. Here. Oh yeah, yeah. Please tell all your friends. <laughs> All right, so Jess proposes they're going to get a landline. And uh, Niv says, which is actually great because they wrote these questions 
a long time ago. I love when I get to a question that I've seen for a long time and we finally got to that episode. It feels like we're making progress. Uh, does this episode make you nostalgic for the landline or am I losing my mind? No, I have no nostalgia for the landline at all. <laughs> um, Producer Kelly says, does anyone have a landline anymore besides Allie's mom? Now, I have an important update on that because I think I have talked about that before. That, like, mm -hmm. my mom will – I'll call her cell phone and then she'll insist that I call the landline. That no longer happens. My mom is has become unsatisfied with the phones as she tells me, quote, my phones are all screwed up. And now she primarily uses uh, her cell phone. So I haven't even called my, – even my mother is no longer using her landline. Wow. I mean, if Jude, if Jude is out on it, then we're probably all out on one. I think my parents have one, but they've never answered it. I once – got a call it's a long story but i once like had a very important call and i heard like i sort of heard the phone ringing from my bedroom but there was like no way to answer it without going like all the way to the basement which is like probably 70 steps away or something and so i had to like get it on four rings and that's probably the last time i answered a landline that was like 11 years ago I've definitely answered a landline more recently. So shush, like if an alarm goes off, if my mom's alarm goes off accidentally, like the alarm company calls the landline. I think that might've been a time that I've had to answer it more recently than 11 years ago. Um, and my mom's friends still called the landline uh, in the, like before she basically transitioned out of frustration to her cell phone. But here's something weird. Like, I don't know how you speaking nostalgia and this is not a good story, but I get to say whatever I want. Um, my mom has a fax line that she wants to get rid of because it's a fax line. But somehow the phone company is telling her that if she like, so there's some like screw up on their end that like labels the like fax number as the house number and vice versa. So if she were to like, and I don't really understand the details, but if she were to get rid of the fax line, they cannot guarantee her that the house line number that she's had for 35 years will remain her number they might have to like give her a new number. And so she is continuing to pay for an unused fax line because she can't bear the idea, kind of understandably, that she would lose her home phone number. How's that for 20 I think they're lying problem? to her. I think it's like, if you just, if they think if they lie to like the older clientele, that people will just accept them at their lie. They have to be lying. They have to, there has to be some sort of trick in there. Well, what, how do you call – but then you have to call them on it by taking the risk. Like, it's a good lie. Yeah. It is a good lie, but, you yeah, I guess you'd have to call them on it. I don't know. It just <laughs> seems insane. And I guess if it is a mistake on their end, then they should just waive the payment and let her keep the fax line for yeah, free. Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm surprised she, who's so good at getting things like that, couldn't, uh, you know, see through their, their nonsense. I think she's getting tired. She doesn't enjoy the scheming as much. Not scheming, but like the mm -hmm. justice searching. I hear you. It's like it's like enough already, I think, for her. She's Tom Brady. Like, she's 40, you know, you're like 45. You're still out there, but you get one hit from a defensive tackle. It's like, oh, why do I do this anymore? You know, I hear it. Yeah, she's diver divorcing her supermodel wife mm -hmm. and only making a scheme once a year. Yeah, that makes sense. What do you think? Do you have any feelings on that divorce? It doesn't make – there has to be something missing because there's no way that their marriage was great. He said, hey, I'm playing one more season. She said, that's it. We're getting divorced. Like a lot of 45-year-old people still work, right? Even billionaires like who are 45 still work. So it doesn't really make – I know like most billionaires don't, encourage, don't um, 
incur like a lot of head trauma from maybe what they're doing. But it's not like. But then she loves him so much she doesn't want him to be like messed up in the head. So she's leaving him and they don't live together anymore, right? Something doesn't add up. Yeah, Somebody I mean, I think it can bad. communicate a lot about your values if you're continuing like a demanding job that you don't need to have that keeps you completely away from your family and risks uh, sure. your long-term health. But if if her thing is, I love you so much, I want you around the house, even though like you have this job that you're beloved at, that you're like immortal at, and everyone in the country wants you to do it, but I like you so much, I want you around the house and with the kids, that would lead me, that's like someone who really likes their husband, right? And therefore, like, or, it's weird or that their they're connection has suffered as a result of him not being around. Sure, like, but could, I'm saying like, it can't just be that because if it was just that, I think. They well, would I think, be able to I, yeah. I mean, what do I know? It's the intimate details of their marriage. But no, you know, I know. What blew my mind about it is that I saw a TikTok of somebody like he did like some interview this before they hired the lawyers before I saw any like leak about it. And someone on TikTok was like, this is the man who looks like he's getting divorced. And then, like, the divorce announcement happened. Like, I saw an accusation, a baseless accusation on TikTok first. And I was like, wow, nothing is private. Uh, yeah, it always breaks. If you if you know where to look, I feel like this stuff breaks beforehand. Because they were probably not together for a long time. And we just found out about it. Um, all right. So why were we talking about that? Uh, you know, I enjoyed the shtick around the, the novelty of the landline. IMDB says that there was a landline already in the loft in season two, episode 10. And I tried to like skim through without watching the whole thing. And I couldn't find it, but apparently there, there, that might've been a, an issue. Um, yeah, I didn't see that. Any goofs in this episode? Well, that's a goof. I guess that is a goof. That they made a whole plot about potentially something they already had in the loft. <laughs> but who cares? We're fine with it. I enjoyed this episode overall, so yeah, what do I care? Yeah, above average. Above average, yeah. So they have a plot that Winston is good at talking on the phone, and a similar plot is happens in one of our favorite shows, Seinfeld, that uh, George needs to be eating an apple while he's on the phone. Mm -hmm. is, is that a real thing? Like, are some people better on the phone and they need certain, like, they need to lie down, they need to eat, like... I think Maybe so. that's I think people us are on the podcast. People. Some people are in-person people. Some people are phone people. I like Some people were like, I remember I knew a couple of people, they were very good at like AIM or Gchat, you know? But they're not good maybe at talking in person. So everyone has their their like uh, place that they're good at talking. Or maybe I some was people such are a smug tween that I genuinely thought and said, and, and you know, this is just like what confidence will get you, unfounded confidence. Speaking of being good on AIM, I operated in high school, early high school, late middle school, and felt this way genuinely, that I could get any guy to like me, and I would just begin the process of, like, the right amount of AIM, the right amount of text, the in-person. Like, I was just like, yeah, I have AIM. I could get anyone to like me. It's insane. That's an insane approach, but maybe I am good on AIM. I never thought about that. Yeah, uh, so you're, I mean, you've had less success in the post-AIM era, I would argue. <laughs> well, depends what you call success. What do you define as success? I guess, yeah. I guess if you're, <laughs> if you're looking for quantity or quality, I guess also is different. So. I mean, I, I might still fail. Consider <laughs> <laughs> success. Um, all right. Uh, this Nick plot, though, kind of comes out of nowhere for me, that Nick is sort of feeling neglected and out of the loop on his friends' lives. 
you'd think that that would be more of a while he was in a relationship thing. Nick has had the most time he's ever had to be in their lives. Yeah, I, I don't like. Uh, I, I this I, I, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm having trouble. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm an. Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> Are you doing okay? I'm all right. You, I could spin. You need out. to use Nick's line and just announce I'm storming off. I'm storming off. That's <laughs> it. I've had it. Is Yosef available? Could we talk to him for the rest of the it's podcast? One in the morning, so I can wake, <laughs> I can wake him up if you want my wife to be angry at me. Um, I don't have to do anything for your wife to have cause to be angry at you. I'm sure. No, she already walked in. Well, I'm doing this uh, in the bedroom, uh, so she already walked in. Was not happy. Okay. Well, say hello to Mara for the audience. Uh, no, she's, she's not still there. No, no, oh. she walked out like, you know, she's like, wasn't going to walk in here while I was doing a podcast, but she was annoyed. I think she wanted to go to sleep or something. I don't know. Yeah, I can imagine that's quite annoying. <laughs> you gave no notice. She she wasn't around. I gave no notice. I don't know. I thought she fell asleep putting the boys asleep or something. I don't know. All right. Well, speaking of men who fail to communicate adequately with their mm-hmm. uh, partners, Coach is sleeping with the school nurse, Ruth, played by Aaron Hayes. Producer Kelly says, Aaron Hayes, we saw this actress in Band-Aid for the jar. And, of course, she's great in Parks. Any other fun trivia on her? You have any connection to, to or feelings is she about like Aaron the, Hayes? She's not the um, star of, of, of Band-Aid, is she? No, she's one of the like sex, recovering sex people, I thought. Isn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that makes sense. But I don't know. That movie was really sort of washed over me. Um, isn't she a podcaster? I don't know. I kind of rely on you for this. I, she was, I think she was, there was a show I, I just watched and she is like a key character in the final episode. I'll say no more in case people watch it. So I I just saw her this week. Speaking of shows, should I be watching Party Down? I do miss Alex and Ops podcast, but I never watched Party Down. People like the show. Uh, I, I, have they, the new one hasn't aired yet, right? Right, they're doing a rewatch. No, I know because but they I'm saying... actually have successfully achieved going through their rewatch. Yeah, but I'm saying it, it is coming back. So, I, but I guess it hasn't come back yet. Yeah, but People I really mean, like it. I, I haven't the seen old it. Stuff. I haven't seen it. Yeah, why don't you watch one episode and if you like it, keep going. I feel like with most shows, you know, one episode in if you're going to like it or not. And there's such a barrier to starting something new for it's me, true. and then I like it when I start it. But it's like mm-hmm. even the challenge. They did a six episode like retrospective, you know, t- with Talking Heads about the series, mm-hmm. and I love the challenge. And I like could not get motivated to start watching it. And the second I started watching it, I loved every second of it. It was like, why did I procrastinate this? Mm-hmm. It is. It's hard to dive in these days. There's so many choices. It's easiest to n- to do nothing, honestly. Plus, I'm so obsessed with YouTube. How, do you know that about me? I've become addicted to YouTube in the pandemic, and it's like that's so much easier to well, watch. What like is a your main clips. YouTube binge? I watch a lot of drag queen content. So I watch a lot of Trixie and Katya. I watch a lot of Monique and Bob. I watch a lot of. Uh, I watch old episodes of Fashion Review where like they talk about the shows. So you're not um, even you're you're not you don't go on YouTube binges. You have a lot of YouTube shows you're basically subscribed to. That are releasing new content. Um, no, and then I watch uh, a ton of um, Good Mythical Morning. That's become my real ah obsession. yeah that you've told me. And People I didn't know anything about them, before. but I mean, 
I found my way in in the pandemic and have not found my way out and now have bought two sweatshirts related to Good Mythical Morning. Two sweatshirts? Yeah, well, they come out with decent merch. more than one sweatshirt. Oh, well, it's winter, baby. It's winter in New York. You're in Israel. You've got oh, yeah, two it's not. I'm, yeah, I'm waiting to switch from shorts to pants at work. It's not going to happen tomorrow. I'm sure all of your coworkers are also waiting for you to switch from shorts. Probably pants. are. They probably are. <laughs> no joke. Um, all right. So this is like a funny bit that coach is becoming the guy who like sleeps with the school, uh, the adults at the school. Um, Angela Kinsey's back to sort of fight with Aaron Hayes over coach. And it leads to, uh, to Jess running a seminar about sexual conduct in the workplace. Mm -hmm. And she encounters British hottie Ryan Guzinu played by Julian Morris. Yeah, he's a good-looking guy. He's British, just to warn you beforehand. And, um, yeah, she sort of falls for him. This uh, is not Niamh... the last time we're going to see the British guy. I'll, I'll say it right now. <laughs> Neve says, is Ryan's surname the filthiest thing the show has got through standards and practices, or was I just distracted by the glint in Coach's eye as he repeated the name? What is it? Goes in you. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Did you watch this episode? I did. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> I did like the bit about this goes in all of us. And when principal Foster adds sooner or later, I laughed so hard at that. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't think that's so dirty that they got it past S and P. I agree. I thought it was a, a very clever, cleanish, dirty joke. Mm -hmm. um, now tell me about the actual like dynamics of a school. I feel like a lot of teachers do end up getting together, at least even from a student's perspective, I went to uh, my eighth grade math teacher and sixth grade science teacher got married and they actually live in my grandpa's house now how's that for a they live in your story? grandpa's house wow that is crazy they went to like when my grandpa was selling it they went to like an open house and my mom worked in the middle school too so they knew me and my brother but they also knew my mom and there were pictures of us in the house and they turned to each other and was like is that judy's kids and then they look is that judy <laughs> wow it's kind of amazing. anyway um, but like, I feel like that's a real thing now from your teaching days or were you is uh, not a thing at a religious a school? school. Uh, I was married. I think most people were married, but I'm sure it happens in bigger schools. Mm, not so interesting. Okay. I mean, it's a tough, uh, I think it's a tough, um, it's, it's a tough place to have an ex in a school probably. Well, having an ex at work in general is tough. But I think schools could be like really difficult. I don't know. Why do you say that? I guess maybe not. Maybe you're not in the classroom all day, but I I don't know. I feel like you just work with. I I'm not sure. I take it back. I guess you're not really in meetings if you're not if with other teachers necessarily. I'm really understanding why kids are so obsessed with slime. I might get some slime that's actually made to play with. Slime is fun. Uh, yeah. The problem is it breaks. I had slime at work. I had like uh, it wasn't it slime. My kids got me like um, a, it was like a hamburger, but inside was slime. It was like a squish thing, but the inside was slime. And one day it popped all over me at work. Not great. Oh, yeah. No, that's happened to me with, like, stress balls, but I mean just, like, real slime. Mm -hmm. This is called Super Clean, and it smells like Lysol, which is, like, not making me want to play with it, but then I'm having fun with it. Um, okay. So, meanwhile, Nick has taken to becoming a secretary because he works during the day, and he's really enjoying um, – He's well, he starts out like Yosef when he answers the phone. Like, what? I'm busy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what? Uh, but now he's getting excited about it, and we find out that – Winston goes to the driving range just to watch. Producer Kelly says, Allie and Keeve, what are your feelings on driving ranges? Do you go to golf? Would you go to watch? 
would I watch Driving Range? No, I wouldn't. Unless it was like Tiger Woods in his like last career Driving Range, I probably wouldn't go watch. Yeah, I don't. My dad, I don't. I don't really do it, but I would like it. My dad used to take me in the Driving Range, and I think I also talked about this on the podcast. Like, the best thing about the Driving Range was when I gave up playing, and I would get to get a YooHoo from the machine and sit there with my YooHoo. So yeah, I mean, give me a YooHoo, and I'm happy to sit and watch people golf. Yeah, well, I can't do. It. I don't. I don't eat chocolate, so you. I'm out on YooHoo. Sorry. Well, it's not really chocolate. <laughs> I think I would be grossed out by you who honestly. It's quite gross. I don't know that I've had a Yoohoo in my adult life. And if my I would, I really did have, have chocolate milk this weekend. My kids don't really have juice boxes a lot, but they were a big part of my childhood. Well, because juice is not really in vogue anymore. I think people, we thought juice was healthy in the 90s, and now we know it's not. Yeah. Well, I had a really good chocolate milk this weekend in Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, That's everyone it. knows. Well, I mean, literally everybody knows that. You don't even have to say it, that Minnesota has the best chocolate milk. Well, I think it was just generic chocolate milk that you could get here. It was just not, no, like, so this wedding. Everyone knows Minnesota chocolate milk. This wedding was at a camp, mm-hmm. uh, like a really, really nice, beautiful camp in Minnesota. And like, so we would like go from the hotel to the camp and like the quote unquote, like mess hall cafeteria was like kind of a home base. Mm-hmm. And we were like going into the walk-in fridge to get that, like the bride and groom had stocked with like, you know, bottles of water and booze and whatever. And there was like chocolate milk there and I had some with the bride. And I was like, I feel like I'm doing like a camp raid. Like we're in the kitchen. Like we're not supposed to be here. I'm in the walk-in fridge taking milk that I want. It was, you know, it was a real dream for a child alley. Yeah, it does sound like fun. I feel like you have a lot of weddings. Fine, fine number of weddings. This was my last one for the season. Okay. Um, This was like the last... I have three weddings scheduled from August to now, and I only went to one of the three. So it was okay. nice to actually go to a wedding I had planned to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So uh, but, 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 we talked about Mr. Goes In You. I just really love that. Uh, all right. Let's, let's skip ahead. You think he's going to appear again. What do you t- predict the future of Ryan Goes In You? Oh, a couple dates, and then he'll, he'll be gone before the end of the season. Okay. Uh, do we get boyfriend status? Do you think he's going to make the boyfriend rankings? Yeah, I think next episode maybe we get boyfriend status if he's still around. Wow, one episode just really turns If he's around. around, then they're probably going to be dating, I would assume. All right. Uh, Nick gets a little carried away discussing the messages of the boys. He broke up with this girl Winston was talking to, Judy. And uh, then he uh, Schmidt has an exciting interview opportunity with a magazine and Nick sends a photo, a horrible photo of Schmidt, uh, and he's just out of control. I did like Schmidt saying, do I need to be on for this? Like, giving Zoom call vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that did have a little bit of a Zoom vibe. Would you like if someone could just do your phone calls for you? I'm on the phone like eight hours a day. I'm a big it's, phone call person. It's really crazy. You're on the phone probably the most. My dad has a long commute. He, when he drives to his father's house to work, it's close to an hour each way. And so he'll call, like, he's got a whole list. If he goes, at, he's got, like, five in the morning friends who, like, uh, who get up five in the morning if he has to make calls. He's got, he's you know, he's got, like, different people for different times. So he's always on the phone when he's out, always. Yeah, that's nice. I'm, I like being on the phone. I think most people don't. I think you're the rare sort of millennial who is uh, a big phone person. I know. A, a boy called me the other day, and I was like, wow. That is why. Into it. Um, all right. 
So, uh, CC comes to record the voicemail. This was a little shoehorned, right? Like, there was no yeah. CC at all this episode. There was no CC, like, hey, let's get CC. We're praying her anyway. It, yeah, to me, this didn't really work. Uh, have you seen the movie Short Circuit? Mm, no. Maybe a contender for the, the poopy movie diaper. Are you still doing that these days? Yeah, we do it sometimes. Okay. Um, weren't you going to do a bit where you like pitch every movie mentioned here for the crappy movie diaper and see if Rob realizes? We could. Is that a bad, is this a bad movie? I'm looking it up. I've heard it. I don't it. know. It's, it's something about the, the tech taking over. Hold on. Let's see IMDb score. You want to guess IMDb score? Mm, 4.7. No, 6.6. It's not bad enough. Sorry. Oh, I almost said 6.1. That would have been cool. 6.6 is solid. Should we put it in the jar? Who's in it? Yeah, no, no one that I'm aware of. I didn't look it up. I looked it uh, up to probably see nobody, that it was actually from '86. Tim- it would have to be like Baby Schmidt <laughs> or something. Or maybe was uh, Rob Reiner in it? Was uh, oh, does he Lee count? Curtis. That's possible. Um. All right, we'll pass on it for now, but mm-hmm. we'll think about it. If you had to decide between having a sexual interaction with faculty or someone mm-hmm. at your job or giving narcotics to a student, what would you choose? How old's the student? <laughs> Does it matter about giving illegal drugs to someone? I think my wife would probably rather me do illegal drugs. I don't know. <laughs> well, the sexual conduct could be illegal, too, if it was unwelcomed. Well, I mean, I the, I think the implication was that it was it was welcomed. I don't know that that was that <laughs> that guy's implication. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but OK, then then we get a little kooky. Where, uh, you know, Nick withholds that the magazine did call for spite. <laughs> and Winston ends up having to take the interview. And Winston comes in and is actually okay with it. Because Winston does such a good job being on the phone for the interview. Uh, a little kooky, but fun. I would be like, I would really be Monday morning quarterbacking every word the person said. Yeah, and I Winston guess. Winston has a good, I liked, I liked when he does the... Um acronym do you know the acronym where what what he says uh yes some can have money i desire thoughtfulness i desire thoughtfulness pretty good could would you change your twitter bio to some can have money i desire thoughtfulness no it's too pretentious (laughs) thought about it do something it's very it's very pretentious i'm i don't think i'm pretentious I did like the line, Carson Daly, because there aren't many white role models out there these days. It was very funny. That was funny. Um, I See, I thought, like, okay, Schmidt should grab the phone and be – but, like, then how do you explain it to the interviewer? I would gaslight the interviewer. I think I'd grab the phone, and if they were like, you sound different, I'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe my connection on my landline isn't good. Yeah. But he ends up thrilled with the article. He's the bad boy of marketing. It is weird, now. right? Because he he says the white, like the not enough white role models thing, but somehow the article still turns out good. <laughs> good by Schmidt standards, which by, by his could standards, be crazy. That's true. That is true. And then Judy arrives at the boombox as predicted that she would do something crazy. I did wonder if she was the same woman from you know the like woman that gives him like weird sandwiches when Nick's there and they hook up, and then she's in the audience at Jess's birthday. Because mm-hmm. we haven't had any new girls, I think, since then. Pardon the expression. Yeah, I don't. I, it's, I didn't remember. Like, does she, do I know her or no? No. Yeah, it was one time. One time woman. Mm-hmm. That was Birdie. So 
But I think it could have they could have had a little more continuity. But I guess you just get an extra because you need an extra. Yeah. All right, Keeve, let's get to the guide. Who won the episode? Won the episode. I mean, Schmidt gets like the cover or a good story in Businessman magazine. I I think Jess wins. She gets the British guy. She uh, she looks good at work. I think I'm going to give Jess the win actually. Well, she doesn't get the British guy. She finds out. She gets confirmed. Principal Foster confirms that she administrators can't hook guy, up. Yeah. She gets access. But she's but he's forbidden fruit. They're not allowed to hook up. Who? No, her and the I think I thought he meant that that her and the principal can't because they're no, administrators. They're administrators. They ah, can't look okay, up with okay, faculty. Okay, okay, okay. See, that's not clear. They should have had a, a footnote in the episode. I think it's Winston. I think uh, Kelly says it's Winston. His smooth phone call skills saved the day for Schmidt. And Judy is so into him, she pulled to say anything. Yeah, I, I have no problem giving it. This is a hard one. I have no problem giving it to Winston. I have no problem giving it to Schmidt. The only person who CeCe's obviously not going to get it, and Nick has a nothing episode. They really need something for Nick to do. He, he did not have a good episode. Yeah. All right. Um, technology calls. I'm going to have to jump because my ear pods are dying. So uh, I lied about um, the the uh, Yosef Minute. We'll have to save that for next week. Well, you could just put it in now. All right. Well, uh, okay, fine. It's cute. He calls you Abba. This is the what do you want to be when you grow up piece. Hey, Yosef. Hey, Abba. Uh, we, I asked for listener questions, and this one is from Johnny Robinson, okay? He says, Yosef, what do you want to be when you're bigger? Uh, soccer player. What else? Basketball. What else? Karate. Yeah. Mm, and... Yeah. That's all. I thought you wanted to be... Uh, and a clown, yeah. and the rabbi, and the police. A clown, a rabbi, a police, a soccer player, a basketball player, and karate? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of things. Uh, yeah. What does Banana want to be when he's bigger? Uh, Abba. Yeah, just tell me. Space and Goon. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let's get out of here, Keeve. Next week, you already know the episode, so no prediction. Season 4, Episode 6. I... See ya!